So this week we welcome James Hampton onto the podcast. He's uh, he's Mister. I don't know what you can say about me. He's Mister Meditation, Mister Mindset, Mister Mister Self Improvement. Um, so yeah, real uh, real fascinating character. In fairness, um, he's not paying me to say that ranting, but yeah, really really good guest. Um, very enjoyable episode. Like everything from, I suppose his uh, journey so far, um, facing his fears and uh, kind of pushing pushing through discomfort, um, as well as as well as helping other people on a on a journey to self-improvement and um how meditation has changed his life that was a real interesting chat as well um a real interesting part of the interview and i suppose yeah helping others yeah he has his he has his club hercules so he's he's already transformed five people's life lives physically and mentally so a lot more um a lot more people to be done as well so and has also found the time in this hectic schedule to start his own podcast so fair fucks to him is all i can say and uh, yeah, really all I can say is really enjoyed the interview, uh, top top man altogether, and uh, yeah, hope you enjoy it, so yeah, it's uh, very, very insightful, and uh, hopefully you get something out of it, so yeah, enjoy. Uh, we'll start, I was thinking of how to start, and like, I was just looking at your page and everything you do, and like, you're a fairly fascinating lad, like, what is your, what is your kind of like, outlook on life, or like, well, to start it off deep, like. Outlook on life, man, jeez, that's a big question. I suppose. For me, man, I actually never had much of an outlook up until about two years ago. And what's really kind of shown a light on everything for me is coming across meditation. Hmm. Meditation has been massive, man. And I developed the habit of actually doing it yeah, just over two years ago. And I think I, I came across the Headspace app. I don't know how I actually got into it. I think I was listening to, I don't know if you know him, Jay Shetty. He's a, he's a yeah. monk. He was a monk. He was a monk. And then he's kind of, he came away from the monk side of things, kind of spread the message. And he's a big podcast. I read one of his books, uh, Think Like a Monk. And I think he was very influential in, in getting me into meditation. And that's kind of started off. And then I just, I had this ritual. So where I was living, I was living in a place called Stirling in Scotland. And I lived right beside a hill. And the hill was called Go On Hill. G-O-W-A-N. Like, what are the chances? You go to yeah, Scotland yeah. and there's a, there's a hill called Go On Hill. So I used to have this ritual, man, that I would walk up the hill barefoot, my bare feet, um, looking all the rabbits running around, this nice hill, go up the hill. It took me about 10 minutes to get to the top of the hill. And then I just sit there. And at the time, I used to meditate with the uh, earpods in. And I just started doing on a regular basis. I used, like I said, the Headspace app. And from there, I think I've accumulated something like 12,000 minutes since, since, uh, since beginning with it. And from doing meditation, I developed like everyone does through meditation is self-awareness and just awareness of what this world is and from there it kind of woke me up to because i i feel there is almost like two types of people there's people that are consciously aware of what's going on or you're completely unconscious and to be conscious means just you're, you're noticing what's happening in the world where to be unconscious you, you just life's kind of passing you by everything you're doing you're doing out of habit so from there, I just this whole world of what this world is opened up to me because I feel like if I hadn't have came across it, I could have fallen down a road of just living life and never knowing what, what was going on. Did you think before, maybe before you discovered that, that you were just kind of breezing through life, was it maybe? Or? I was, man, because I kind of I fell into a career of, of nursing, which, look, I, I, I can't talk highly enough about that profession, but it just wasn't for me. And up until I came across meditation, I started questioning myself, I was like, do I actually really want to do this? Now, I haven't neglected nursing completely. I, I did train over in Scotland, got the degree, worked as a nurse. Haven't done so back home here just yet. It, it is my intention at some stage to go back and do some sort of nursing in some degree. But, yeah, life was just happening. Like, I actually, I didn't even know it was happening. It was just happening to me. And it's not like I was never there, but I never, 
when you cultivate awareness into your life, you're so much more present in every single area. People often say, watch yourself like a hawk, but it's very hard to do unless you have awareness. And for me, cultivating and creating awareness into my life has, it's like you start seeking and seeing so much more that you've never seen before. It's almost like you put on these glasses now and you're starting to figure everything out. And, and not to the degree that I, I know it all. I'm not saying it like that, but I definitely feel like even, for, even from like a personal standpoint that I see myself a lot more than I ever did before. Definitely so. Yeah, I see. Uh, the one thing I noticed from your page and from a lot of like the thing that I was listening to the, the triathlon podcast that you did. And the one thing I noticed all three kind of referencing was like kind of leaning into discomfort and stuff. And I think that is a mindset thing that like anything you do, like this is these all kind of linked together. But like if you're doing any exercise, any kind of any challenge in life, if you haven't got the mindset, like it's your body is obviously doing, but your mind is leading your body like. 100%. And that is, the, you know, and if you're not, if your mind isn't really fit to do something, your body hasn't a hope. Like, and that's, that's something that just kind of fascinates me is like, if just how someone can just be mentally fit just to do, and it's, it's all, it all comes from the thought process. Like, and that's just something that really fascinates me. Like I, every, every single thought you have is either going to, is either going to lift you up or break you down. And 100%. That's, what has, that's probably what I learned from a good bit is just to keep the ones that, you know, keep going with the ones that make you and the ones that break you just try to quieten them i think it comes back to your habits but you said it well there and you actually you dawned on me the point i was trying to make is that meditation creates self-awareness then you come into a situation where you want to develop yourself so you know you need to develop better habits and that's that's the one thing that meditation so more than anything is that made me aware of the habits that i have so for me i've really honed in on exercise as a massive one meditation being a massive one reading for self-improvement like and then you want to challenge yourself because we're here to be challenged. We seek, like we talked about dopamine before we got going here. The reward is like, for instance, meant to be mentally fit and mentally challenge yourself. For me, it's like getting into the cold water, like yeah. exposing yourself to the sea. Now, that's a situation I come across every single morning. And I don't bitch away from it. Although many times I stand there and I do deliberate. I go, fuck, I have to do this again. Yeah, yeah. And it's tough, man. But then I, I, I understand it at this stage that the reward is once I do this challenging thing, when I come out of the shower in about three or four minutes time, I'm going to feel amazing. And the day is ready to rock and roll. Where before, when I was, say, unaware and not meditating, I would go in the morning, I'd have a toasty, lovely, warm shower and be half asleep, man. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd yeah. like, and th this, is, this, is a, this is what I suppose I was trying to say, is that awareness helped me to understand, even to seek more challenges in my life and begin that process of self-development and self-improvement. You do feel kind of lax when you have a warm shower and you kind of feel like I was talking about this with <laughs> guy last week. He said you kind of feel guilty for having it like you do letting I, yourself down. I'll tell you know? one thing, Dan, if you're having a warm shower in the morning, man, you might as well just stay in bed. The whole point in the morning is start waking up. If yeah, you're yeah. having a warm shower, man, you're going to be drowsy and sleepy. You're never going to get that ball rolling. And like people reach for a coffee first thing in the morning, man. What they should be doing is hydrating themselves first off. Yeah. Hopping in a cold shower and just... It'd be, you become exuberant for life man like you, like it's just the endorphins are flowing through your body which is like a, a natural painkiller so you're euphoric because you're not really feeling all that much and you're invigorated because the blood flows is course to your body and you've also put yourself through an extremely stressful situation yeah, yeah. first thing you talked about right if you can face the hardest thing of your day first thing in the morning and overcome that get that win for the day your dopamine like your your whole system man is firing you know? yeah, yeah yeah and even the thing like what what kind of interests me in it. and it makes a lot of sense as well as people overcoming things tend to get through them hard times 
not easier. Hard times are always hard, and no one gets through them easy. Yeah. But I think people who kind of shy away from challenges and discomfort, they do kind of it stacks up eventually. Like, do you, know, you ever notice when you kind of like? If I don't know, have you ever? But if you're kind of dodging workouts, well, I know for the period I would have been lazy and I'd be dodging workouts, and to even to it keeps stacking up, and it's like a mountain that just keeps building. And the second just to get over something and to overcome something that's tough. And like, if you haven't done like an ice bath before or a cold water shower, you're like, fuck, I can't do this. Cause like, you've no real like past proof to show that you've done it before. So yeah. Yeah. That kind of helps. That builds resilience. Like, I've done this. So why should Well, I it's be? mental resilience, man. Well, I think you're putting yourself through it. Tell me the cold water. You're putting yourself through a very stressful situation. What you're building there more than anything. And I think it's a really key component in this whole improving yourself is mental fortitude. And to have fortitude is to face a challenge head on. And overcome it and then you just start building this inner confidence because what it does it builds up these small wins these continuous small wins so every morning i get in the cold i get in the shower i have a cold shower win and i mean i might meditate i win i might do mobility i win again i have a good conversation with a friend that's another win i exercise i win i read a book i win you know what i mean it's all these yeah. it's a constant accumulation of building up these small wins that just it compounds over time and it gets you in situations that it's that you start kind of create a path for yourself almost by doing it as well just you know do something that makes you feel uncomfortable sometimes like. that's where the reward lies it, it, it of course it is yeah and anything anything that scares like everyone has their fears like mine would probably be the likes of social anxiety will say everyone has their own individual fears like if you can overcome it as i said you build that mountain that just says look i've done this before i can do it again so it builds yeah. that thing that i'm able to do this and that's that's what really helps you in tough times, like, you know, so. Oh, 100%. Definitely so, man. And I think it's it's very key is just uh, exposure. So exposing yourself to something that's difficult and just constantly just breaking it down. It's just you, you become much more confident who you are because, you know, you can back yourself in these tough situations. I think drinking is a massive thing, man. Yeah. We, we have a cold travel, you know what I mean? And there's many other countries that do too, you know what I mean? And it's it just, it takes, if you... I think it comes back then to discipline, right? So if you can tell yourself that I'm not going to drink for a certain period of time, you're going to abstain from drinking for, I don't know, a month. You know, people love saying that they're doing it, but to actually do the act is, is it's a much bigger thing. You know, it's, it's great yeah. walking the walk. It's great talking to talk, but you have to walk the walk. Yeah. But I think if you can knock the drink and try and curtail yourself, if you go on nights out, you know, try and stick in the water. And the big thing about when you say you're not drinking, you look like the black sheep, you know what I mean? It's, oh, not, it's, it, it's not easy thing to do. But if you see the kind of bigger picture and the grander scheme that, okay, I'm not drinking because I want to feel fresh tomorrow morning. I don't want to be feeling hungover and depressed. You know what I mean? I don't want to be having negative thoughts in my head. It starts, if you, if you kind of write it down and weigh it out, it's like, okay, I can actually, for a period of time, I think everyone, especially at our age, like I know you're 20 and I'm, I'm 25, but I really do believe that at even a young age, try and not drink for a period of time. There is, there's a balance of things. Like there's no harm in someone having a few drinks, but like, like people have to accept that if you're going out on a Friday night, you are not going to have a workout at six o'clock on Sunday on Saturday morning, unless no. you're the rock or yeah. unless you're one of these. And the rock's psychos. not even doing it either. Man. No, you know what I mean? nobody, might, nobody say he is, but no, no one's not. doing that. man. No one's doing that. I think it's, it's just, Drink takes a massive toll mentally, physically, and, and every other way. It's just it, it's the it's a very it depletes your energy. It's like it's a toxin that your body takes so much time trying to break it down that it's just it, it saps you of all of your energy because it's just it's full fo- it's full it's fully focused on just getting that out of your system. And I've never look. I try I try and be smart when I drink now, but that's not always the case. Like you know, in a few yeah, drinks yeah. in, every idea that you had of a good intention just goes out the window. You can't avoid them. I think I think it'll help with wherever you're going in life.
we kind of like a dinner dance for the GA. This is probably like the only time. So I like I had said, you know the way you'd be talking shit, you'd be drunk, whatever. And I had said, I texted into the group chat now, not that I remembered. I said, look, lads, I'm going to be up at eight o'clock in the pitch if anyone wants to go there for a session. And this was three in the morning. So I still, I look at the text. And I said, I don't remember writing that. <laughs> and I was hot. Like we had a good bit of drink. Like we had started drinking at eight. So it was just, a, it was a guy thing. Like, yeah. stupid. like drink until three, four in the morning. I think I was back at half four. Yeah. I remember sending a snap to someone at half four and then whatever, I was gone. And I woke up at eight and somehow got to the pitch at half eight and was there for a session oh. and i still cannot believe and I, I actually got up and i felt perfect and did, did you have the alarm set or did you just get up? I had, I had an alarm yeah, set, but like yeah. i hadn't i didn't feel hung over whatsoever like, that's incredible i only felt hung over it was weird because i was actually fine then i was working at like 10 in the morning mm. so i had the session done back at half nine shower all into work and i felt fucking great I actually, that's amazing surprisingly man. but then was this recently this was last Two weeks, two weeks, two, weeks two weekends ago. ago yeah. Jeez. And uh, whatever, had the session, but that's fine. And then I came home from work at four o'clock and suddenly I just got hit with a hangover. I don't know how. And yeah. I felt so shite. Like, I will catch you at some stage. Yeah. yeah. I didn't catch you that morning, but I caught you later on that day. It was day. weird. It's like the delayed hangover, but like, yeah. it worked well because I got the session in. So like that's. And that's a big thing as well, man. Delayed hangovers. Because I, even this morning, I had a friend that was due to train me and just, he was out this Saturday night with me as well. It just all of a sudden just hit him. You know what I mean? And it does happen where. It's like a delayed reaction. Whatever it is, your body's just, I don't know, slow to break it down or whatever it may be. But it's when it hits you, man, the hangover, it's not a pretty place to be. No one wants to be there. You know what I mean, man? And, and that's what comes with drinking. You know what I mean? You have to think of how you're going to be in the next morning or the morning after that or whatever it may be, man. You know what I mean? There's so many poor decisions made when there's alcohol involved. That it seems, I don't know, sometimes to be best off without it. You kind of, like, I suppose anyone who watches your, any of your, videos or follows your your yeah. page they kind of see a guy who's kind of has it together like and you know is is exercising is consistent and is you know is helping other people the big thing is helping other people as well and the thing about the the good energy and is you know has a good mindset towards things was there did that come ever come from a place where like you were low and you were struggling and it just says i have to change here but no 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 i was gonna say no it didn't it never came from a place where i was severely low so where it kind of came about was I just cultivated, like, looking after myself very well. I became very good at taking care of myself because I live. I lived uh, independently over in Scotland, and um, with a good friend, with a good flatmate of mine. Um, and it's just self care, man. It all came back to self care. You know what I mean? I'd take the cold shower in the morning. I'd go do a twelve hour shift, and then the days off that I had, I'd either I'd be working out in the gym. I'd be I got into martial arts doing Muay Thai. It's very big over in Scotland. Uh, I started meditating quite often. Just picked up habits of reading listening to podcasts is very big going for walks by myself a lot of time by myself solitude i think is very powerful just having that space to be alone with yourself and be really comfortable with who you are because i think that for the majority of people i don't i never like saying this but it is very true that they can't sit with themselves and that's what meditation helps you to do is just sit with yourself and just understand the thoughts in your mind and then you get to a stage where you just quiet your mind down to the degree that you stop thinking you actually stop thinking. It's yeah. crazy. Stillness, like yeah. still a, a yeah. complete stillness, man. And what it, what happens when it, you just get this peace from your mind? Your mind, because all your mind does, man. It's racing the whole time. It's so analytical. It's like processing. Okay, and then throw out. Process and throw out there. Process and you know put it into a file there in the back of the head. But when you do meditation, man, you sit there with yourself. Yeah, everything just goes quiet. Stillness, like you said. And I think there's, for me, it's cultivated even the success I've had in my own life because it's just. Now I see it as I sit down sometimes. If I if there's days that I don't want to do and I do it every day, if there's days I don't want to do, I say, 
it'll, it'll get you to a better place. I just have to talk to myself to, to tell myself to go and do it. I go, you'll get to a better place by doing this because it brings peace in my mind. And from that peace comes, I start seeing like the world in a different way. And I, I, I create a lot of joy, not for myself, but I just find joy in everything got to do with life. From there, I was like, okay, I want to start helping other people do this as well. And I started with my friends and I've got you five transformation with the five friends, uh, not the only five friends I have, but more than five friends, but <laughs> um, the five guys that I've done it with. And now for me, the next step is to turn into a brand. So that's the kind of next step I'm taking on. Um, and I'm due to release that very soon. Fair play. Yeah. And when you're like, um, you're talking about the transformations, like it's, is there the pillars that falls under like the physical and the mental? Or like how do you approach like it? That, yeah. Is it the first thing you're thinking of like change the mindset and then we'll change everything else? Or is there a way you go about it? I always say to everyone, because I have three new lads that just started with me. I always say that change is so slow. It's so gradual. It doesn't happen overnight because when you try and have this drastic change in your life, say if you don't exercise, you don't meditate, you don't read, you can't go tomorrow and do all three at once. And if you do, you'll crash. But what you want to have is continuous development over time. So I always start off very slow. For me, everything's physical because I need them to see a change in their own body to buy into what I'm doing. And as soon as they start to do that, I start working on things like morning routines, which I think are very key. Introduce them to the cold showers, which I think are, like you talk about awareness, you become more aware by just doing a cold shower alone. And then different bits got to do with like uh, habits of, habits of eating, even introducing maybe some journaling to them, whatever it may be. I try and pass on things that I've learned to other people so their own lives improve. But I think key elements too are definitely physical training and mental fortitude you build from getting in the sea or getting in cold water. What are your like fears and like insecurities? Like what jumps out to you straight away? In one big one I have now, man, because I've been thinking about it a lot. So I'm going to get a business started now in the next couple of months. That's my that's my aim. That's my goal. And I suppose when you're at, like I heard recently someone say, when you're in your twenties, just like don't do, not do do what you want to do with your with life you know what i mean because you only you're only in your 20s for 10 years short period of time it's very yeah. short and one of my biggest fears is not creating what i want to create i think that's one of my biggest fears and i've had even recently up until la- even last week i had a lot of doubt come over me if if this is what i want to do um in terms of continue on what i've done already like like a bigger scale like creating a community and with the guys I have, and I obviously want to cross over to, to women as well. It's just been predominantly guys because I've just dealt with my friends at the moment. But for that not to be created is one of my biggest fears. Like not to, to not fulfill the kind of dream and vision that I have in my own head just kind of kills me. That, that, that's the biggest fear. And I think that's you can use it as a driving force because that can just kind of push you on. But there will be days that like kind of doubt and fear, it almost overcomes you. Um, and then I think it's really important to surround yourself with good people that kind of uplift you. Because I had, I went to a mentor of mine last week after I had this. I was just meeting him that day, and he just brought me back around. He's very encouraging, uh, and it's it's something I just needed here, just not for myself. Yeah. That's why having people around you that are really beneficial and just kind of bring your vibration up. That's what it is. You're, they're bringing your own energy up. I think that's powerful. But like I was saying, the biggest fear is not fulfilling that potential and not creating a, something that really means something to me because. What I'm doing at the moment really means the world to me. Like, there's, it's like my baby. It's like there's nothing more important than this project that I've got going, which, like I said, is going to turn into a brand. It's it's going to be called uh, Helios. So it's the the Greek god of the sun, and then underneath we're going to have all these classes related to other Greek gods. Yeah. Um. So if not creating Helios would be would be the biggest fear that I have, and I know I'm going to do it. But it, it, at the same time, it's like I have to do the work to get there, though. Yeah. So there's a lot that goes into it, but I think fear, in that sense, fear is is not fulfilling the potential I know I have. 
and that does genuinely like scare you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah big yeah, time, yeah. big time, yeah, big time. That's when like some it, it doesn't all it's not always there because the majority of the time I am taking action towards where I know where I'm going. But sometimes I'm like, sometimes there's there's days like like man, you can't be great every day. You know what I mean? Some days yeah, you'll yeah. May, you just be a bit off, whatever it may be, whatever the reason may be. And you're like, oh fuck, I just is this what I want to do? And then you, you kind of you just snap out of it. Yeah. To kind of be like, listen, you you know we've got to go. You've got like a, a statement there, like a mission statement. You knew what you want to do from the beginning. You kind of signed that contract. Just keep on doing what you're doing, and yeah, just keep on striving forward. But that, that like, going back to man, that's the biggest fear I have is is not fulfilling what I know I can do. Yeah, yeah. But that even sounds exciting. Like I saw your eyes lit up. You were talking about Helios. Like even, yeah, like, even to to make that like, and you said straight away. You said I know, I know, I'm gonna do it. Like, and that's. Mm. The belief you need that confidence to do and belief is powerful man it's but it's that you can just trick yourself even just trick yourself into believing you can do something first even if you're not quite there yet anything like even like if you're always doing a 5k time or any like anything just just start yourself. just start, start. whatever yeah. maybe whatever journey you're on whatever you're trying to do just start even if you believe you can't do it or not and but going back to my belief is powerful like i think that's one thing that religion teaches you is that the power of belief is extremely powerful you know you're it's like almost like you're manifesting something into your life you're putting it out there you believe it's going to happen like this helios brand isn't isn't here yet but i believe in my own head it's so real you know what i mean and i'm just trying to create it i'm trying to form it into reality now of what i know it can be or what it can become <coughs> yeah would you do much manifesting now i would man I, I i do do a bit of visualization and the positive affirmations they definitely they they are something that i do quite regularly definitely so but yeah, you have to i, I don't think because you're constantly thinking about something and you're just you believe you, you can see it before it's already there so you have got your creative imagination it's almost like your sixth sense you see things in your mind and then you start creating them and then you, they form in reality it's almost like they come from the ether or this just black void that's just your imagination and then whatever you t- start taking action towards it and then one day it's just here in this 3d form and you can feel it and touch it you're like mm-hmm. this came like everything like a mic didn't exist before you know someone t- uh, had the idea of creating a mic yeah, yeah, and then this came from their imagination, and now it's here in form. It's yeah, crazy, man. Yeah, that's, I, yeah, yeah, that's what true. it is. It's like anything in life, man. Anything you see that's like this table, whatever table, man. You know what I mean? Someone had the thought of how to make it, the idea, the imagination, then they went and made it. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. It just shows how powerful the mind is, man. That's what manifestation is. It's just creating something inside your own head and then believing it so much that it, it, it becomes form, it yeah. becomes matter. You know what I mean? That's true, yeah. And I think, like, another thing is like people kind of fall down in life because they don't really. Like people always go back to when they're a kid, and like the most exciting times is like when you're just dreaming of something. Like like a, to have a dream is the most powerful thing in the world because you're like, because when you're a kid, you genuinely be like, if like let's say I want to play for Man United alongside Wayne Rooney up front or something. <laughs> like why? Like because when you're a kid, you genuinely believe it, and it's something like as you get older, it just gets taken away from you. Maybe yeah. you take it away from yourself. I just think no. So it's I the way I actually, I actually know a small bit into why that is. So when you're between, I think it's the age of zero and six or zero and seven, your brain waves they go at a different wavelength. So I think I don't know what the brain wave is, but they go at a different wavelength where your imagination is much heightened. And after seven, it, you go to a different brain state. And talking about brain states, like that's what meditation does—you tap into different brain states. So your brain like vibrates or moves in different patterns. So when you're young and you're a kid, your imagination is very vivid and very real because that's how your brain works. But you actually do it. What happens, like you said, that you grow out of it. Yeah, That's actually yeah. is like a physiological thing. You actually grow out of it. For, it's, for someone to genuinely have a dream, I don't think like I like I talk to a good few people and like like fair enough. You don't have like a lot of people at any most ages that don't know what they want to do, and that's fine. But like 
to even have any idea and just to, if, if someone if you can think about one thing in your head that genuinely excites you i think you can avoid a lot of the the problems that most like a lot of people have like the kind of if you have like i don't know if you have something like that as a as a destination at the end and you're just thinking like just some sort of dream and something that just keeps you going through tough times because if you don't have anything to hold on to it gets very tough and if you're just your mind kind of goes aimlessly i, I can't understand how people don't have any real purpose in life and they just kind of they go to work they come home they eat they go to bed like i don't well, I'm, not, look, I'm not trying to sound like I'm above everyone. No, I know. I know, you know that kind of. No, way. no, I genuinely know where you're coming from. But yeah. I think what it is is that a lot of people, the majority of people, I believe, just like comfort. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. a real risk to really go and pursue what gives you purpose in life. Where to have a set job, and I could have fell into that bracket as well. Like to have a set job, and I, I don't criticize it. I actually like. I think there's, from my own point of view, I would someone that's kind of seeks and and, and taking a lot of risks. I really am I'm taking a lot of risks and doing what I'm doing. Um, because I'm a seeker, I, I want to be creative in what I do as well. But you, you can, and that—that that is the real discomfort because there's no certainty there. It's very uncertain. And then you have the opposite hand, man, where you have certainty. You go to a job, you get a paycheck every month, and you just—you just—it is what it is. You know what I mean? There's nothing yeah, really yeah. to it. It means you have to be here for a reason. It's powerful, man. It definitely is. And even when I worked as a nurse, you, you'd see. You, you would see a lot of that, especially people that come in if they self-harmed or quite suicidal, that they'd come given up on everything or even I worked in, a, I remember this so well, I worked in like a heroin addiction clinic and uh, they'd bring people in and, and I remember their pets were so important to the man. They had a reason to live if their pet was still alive and if their pet was to go, man, they said they'd just end it, you know what I mean? Because they had nothing left to live for. Like their purpose was to just take care of the animal that they had and look after and care for it. Um, but I think it's very important. Like, like I think people do find purpose in taking care of their family. You know what I mean? Yeah, to work yeah. to work a job like that, we have certain ideas. You have a purpose to look after yourself. I think we all have purpose, man. I just think so. A lot of people just don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that's what the beauty in life is to try and find it. Like you know, but like as you say, it doesn't. Like when I talk, I think when people talk about purpose, sometimes the kind of something like a big business or something kind of mad comes into their mind. But literally, yeah. as you say, taking care of your cat. The thing I find the biggest purpose is is even like every morning just like cycling down to the gap pitch just looking around seeing the pitch like wanting to play there like as like a lot going out training on it like i just find purpose i find purpose in this as well but, like yeah. that, and what's your purpose do you think did i ask you that already no you you didn't i'm glad you did um uh, my purpose what would my purpose be man my, my, i do say this a lot to myself it's just to help other people and and i remember when i was going through nursing at the time i didn't want to be in that profession anymore i kept had this affirmation i'd say to myself every day that i'd be working for myself helping People to become happy and healthy, happy and healthy in themselves, and I would repeatedly say that. And it's got to the degree now where my purpose is to help as many people as I can. Like at the moment, it's a very, very small scale. And what I want to do is kind of, I want to keep on expanding now. And I think the only really way to do it is through social media, just all the platforms that are there nowadays for us, expand it out and just help as many people as I can. Like. I just want to, the mindset that I have, I'd love to share with everyone, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying I'm great. I'm not saying like that at all, but I'm just saying I find the things that I do have really helped me and I want to help others do the same. And that's my whole goal and ambition, my purpose. Very good. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll round off this podcast talking about your podcast. Uh, <laughs> how, did, how did that come about? I always love seeing people start. And I said yeah. to you earlier, so like not just like kind of the same stuff that everyone else talks about like you, it's death there's it's there's a good niche in it like yeah you were saying that yeah yeah i just man it's personally what i'm interested in like i'm not i'm not aiming towards anything in particular like i have a few ideas for podcasts now and in, in the coming like in the next world i probably seem 
like they're not at all niche to what, I, what I'm talking about. But uh, that's what I like, man, because I've always been a big admirer of Joe Rogan, and he never just kind of sell for one thing. He didn't interview anyone, you know what I mean? And he done it so well to the degree where he's like the best in the world. But I have a lot of interest in health, fitness, spirituality, um, and football. I love football as well, man. I love many things, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you'll hear me talk about a lot of things, hopefully, in the next while. Um, but how it came about was I originally started a podcast with a friend of mine, and that was called the Perusha Podcast. Um, and then that kind of fell off. And then I was like, oh, listen, I'll just go solo. So I started my own thing. And instead of calling it some other name, I just called it my name, my, yeah, uh, the yeah. James Henton Show, which I may change at some stage. I don't know. But, whether or not. <laughs> but uh, And I was like, yeah, I'll just start off, like like you said, like what you've done similar yourself, just friends, people you knew, and just kind of branch out from there. Because that's how it goes, man. You know what I mean? You're not going to pull up McGregor on the first episode. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's just like, uh, take your time and you'll get there, definitely. Uh, no, that's why I love doing this. You just talk to people you would never talk to ever in your life. Like, yeah. That's kind of something I missed from secondary school. Was like, you just talked. Do you know the way like, um, you kind of be like on the periphery of some friend groups, whatever. And you talk to people, you whatever. You'd sit beside them in class, and you talk to people you'd never talk to outside. And like as you leave school, you don't talk to them anymore. Yeah. So I feel like the podcast kind of replaced that as well. I just talk to people from every fucking background and everyone with different ideas. And like, you know, I've talked to people who who strongly disagree with me. And who how did agree. you get it going? How did you get this podcast going? uh I, it was in lockdown it, and um i was just bored pure boredom yeah and uh just wanting to test myself a bit because i probably at that stage i probably hadn't really done anything too like yeah testing or like i, I was kind of just doing stuff everyone else did i was like jeez mm. imagine i did this like and uh <laughs> just went from there yeah which fair play just man. out of bit of boredom and a bit of wanting to test myself i, I and it was taken off you like you're, you're still two years later doing it now yeah it's yeah. incredible like you said season four man and look like towards the end of season four was this, this would be like the 16th episode it's, nice. it's mad when you think about it like but it's that's crazy. like literally just like put one because i remember like looking at the start and i was like i was looking at all the other podcasts and you'd scroll through them with hundreds of episodes and yeah like, i only have two up here like should i just record one every day or something i was like no, no just pace man i think yeah, patience exactly. is patience is a great thing man you have to you start off slow like i said one for the first two weeks and then keep on building up where you're doing one a week now which is incredible yeah yeah that's yeah. brilliant man you're kind of getting to that stage as well are you you're uh, i would like to my my goal at the beginning was to get one every two weeks uh, and it's kind of been since I started, which was only like four weeks ago. I've put three out there. I've recorded the fourth one. Um, so it'll probably be one every two weeks for the starting off. And I want to find my feet, but I want to get into a role and just do it on a consistent basis. Like you said, man, it's 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 a joy. Like having conversation with people is a joy because you get to organize all these thoughts in your head. Like you'd never, like whenever you get the chance to sit down with someone and talk. Um, the last question I ask everyone, um, are you are you happy? I would say I'm happy, man. Yeah, I would say I'm happy. Now, happiness is such a funny thing because you ask someone, are they happy? You'd say, like, what makes you happy? And I would say from having peace in my life makes me happy. Peace from having peace through doing meditation brings me a lot of joy, which brings me happiness. Very good. Yeah. Well, we'll wrap it up there. James thank you Hampton. very much. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, Dan. Thank you. Honor. Thank you. Cheers, man. Oh,